This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 96 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're diving into a training on diversifying your income with digital products. Do you find yourself relying on one source of income when it comes to your blogging and influencing? Are you just relying on ads or affiliate income or even just sponsored posts? Well, today we're gonna talk about how you can actually go about diversifying your income with digital products. You're gonna hear me talk about my product guide and I would highly recommend that once you have an opportunity to head over to the show notes, that you grab that product guide. It's going to ask you specific questions about your audience because One of the most important things you can do when creating a product is making sure that that product is meant for the audience that you have. Because if you create something, they will not come. You have to make sure that it's a product that they need and want. So make sure that you download that product guide. It will also walk you through a possible sales model that you could use so that you can make sure that your product continues to sell even after you've launched it the first time. All right, let's dive in. Okay, good morning. It is Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, and we are here to talk about diversifying your income with digital products. I am so excited to talk to you guys about this because I think that a lot of bloggers, a lot of influencers, we rely only on a couple things in order to make up our income. Um, And I think that a lot of us are missing out. So we're really going to dive deep into this. I would love for you guys, as you're coming in, to just give me a hey, give me a good morning. If you are listening to the podcast, I appreciate my podcast listeners so much because I know that you normally will not just listen to one. I hear from many of you that you like to binge listen to many episodes. So if you're listening to the podcast, take a quick screenshot and put it up to Insta stories. Tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose. I love seeing what episodes you are listening to and what you're doing when you're listening to them, right? Many people are driving, many people are working out. And I love seeing what it is that you're doing because it's all about getting as much education and training as we possibly can. So good morning, Pamela. Hey, Samantha, good morning, Mickey. Hey, Michaela, thank you guys so much for joining in live with me. I'm really excited to dive into this today. For those of you that are live with me, good morning, Amira and Rosalind. I'd love to know in the comments if you have a product. So if you have a product, put in the comments, I have a product. If you have a product in mind, I'd love to know that as well. If you are thinking about possibly offering a product or service, that is a direction that we are absolutely going to go today. Because I think it's really important that we don't just rely on one form of income, but have multiple forms of income in our part of our income stream. Good morning, Cynthia, Christine, Lori, and Amira. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this. First, I think in order to really understand how we're going to diversify our income with digital products, we need to talk about why, right? Why do we need to have a possibility of a digital product in our 
arsenal. Um, and I appreciate you guys so much for putting into the comments that you do who has a product and what exactly it is that you're launching. Awesome, Christine. I see that you're launching today. Very exciting. Um, so why exactly should we have a digital product as part of our arsenal of what it is that we do? Well, many of us rely on, especially bloggers or influencers, we're relying on ad money. And we all know that with a simple algorithm switch, we could see our page views go down. So having ad income as a possible source of income is great. And I'm not telling you that you shouldn't have ads. Absolutely have ads. It's passive income, right? You have people coming, you absolutely should have that on there. But if something were to happen, we want to have backup products. We want to have some other ways to have income. So other ways that people think about income is affiliates, right? Some of us are probably thinking gift guides. Let's do gift guides. We're ready for the holidays. People's minds are there. It's an easy way to be able to link to um, a product or service and be able to make a portion of it. Well, here's the thing, right? What is your affiliate percentage? It's probably minimal, right? Most percentages, depending upon what you're using, could range anywhere from like 5% to some, if you're doing digital products for other bloggers, can be much higher up to 40%. But a lot of the times, the physical products that you're linking to on Amazon or in other places may only be 5%. So it's going to take some time in order for that to build up so that you are able to make a, a decent income from affiliates. And because of that, why not add something else to the pot of where you can actually bring money in from? Another form of income that many of you are probably might be doing, and if you're attracted to me, you know that I am the queen of this, is sponsored posts. Reaching out to brands and working with them to create content that is sponsored. It's always fabulous. And I teach you how to make it systematic so that you can continue to increase that income, make short-term relationships into long-term relationships, and seek in some form of consistency. But we all know that there are definitely months where sponsored post income can start to dry up. Some brands may not have as big of a budget that we would like to work with, or they might not have as much over the summer is normally the time where things start to slow down for most sponsored post work. So because of that, why not have your own digital product that you could be promoting and selling? So Let's talk a little bit about what exactly this digital product might look like. Well, the first thing that we need to know is that a digital product gives you the opportunity to actually create a product that your audience is telling you they need. And you're able to set it at a price point that you know your audience can handle. So we always hear about pricing things at the market value, right? Well, with your specific product, you want to price it with at a value that your audience can handle. So if you're speaking to maybe millennials that are just buying houses, maybe they don't have as much disposable income as compared to if you're talking to someone that is your audience might be more empty nesters. They may have more disposable income because their kids are finally out of their house. So depending upon who your market is, is how you would need to decide on how you're going to price it. Now, the other thing to think about with digital products is that you create it once and you can sell it over and over and over again. 
This is true for any form of digital product that you're talking about. And we're going to give specific examples of digital products, what that might look like for your niche. Because obviously, I know that not everyone is in the same niche. I can see just by looking, Sarah, I know that is more of a fitness where Deborah is more a food blogger. So you really want to be able to give multiple examples when we're starting to think about this and how it might work for you guys when you're starting to think about a digital product. But the thing I really want to emphasize is that you create it once and then you're able to sell it over and over again. Now, when you're creating this product, you can't just randomly create a product. And that's why up in the description and linked in the show notes to the podcast, you actually can get my product guide, which is going to walk you through the entire process of thinking about what is a product that your audience needs. I'm going to walk you through with specific steps that you should walk yourself through when you're trying to figure out what's the perfect product. You can't just make it and expect that they will come. You need to know what it is that they need. What are they asking you for? What are they talking to you about? And if they're not talking to you yet, you need to find a way to get them to talk to you. Because if you're not talking to your audience and you're just creating content willy-nilly, it can be really difficult to find that audience. I actually had a really hard conversation this past weekend at a conference with another blogger where she kind of wasn't able to articulate who her audience was. And it's because she'd been creating content, not having a specific voice and her unique style and attracting the right bloggers or people, the audience out there. She needed to really decide what she wanted to be known for. And we all need to be doing that. You need to decide what you want to be known for. And when you're creating your content, you can't just create content like you used to be able to. And even when you were able to do it in the past, I talk about used to because you all know I've been blogging for a very long time, nine years at this point. So it's a dinosaur at this point. And we used to blog about what we ate, where we went, what we did. But the only people reading it back then were your mom, your best friend. And you weren't looking to monetize it. It was a hobby. If you are looking, and that is the difference here. If you are looking to make this a business, you need to know what your audience is coming to you for and what you want to be known for. What is your expertise? What can you provide value for? What problem are you solving? And everyone is solving a problem. When you are making a meal that includes vegetables where your kids aren't necessarily going to taste it, and you're putting that up on your site, you're solving a problem for another mom who can't get her kids to eat her vegetables. So decide what you want to be known for, and then start talking to your audience. Get them to actually interact with you and engage. You can do that on social media. You should be doing that in your newsletter. Too often, I'm hearing bloggers talk about, oh, I'm sending my RSS feed. And all I want to do is hide when they tell me that. Because your RSS feed, they could go to your blog to get that. Give them a reason to come to your blog. Build a relationship with your audience. I've talked about this actually just recently, earlier today, in my side my membership site, that if you want to stand out in such a busy world that we now live in, where bloggers are becoming bloggers overnight, there's hundreds of us, right? There's so many. How do you stand out? People always say to me, but it's saturated. It's saturated. Blogging is saturated. How can I actually stand out? Well, you need to step into your own. You need to step into who it is you want to be for these people and what problem are you going to solve? And it will make your life so much easier when you do that. So let's talk a little bit about how you can go about doing that with digital products. So some of the digital products that actually sell could be a printable. 
It could be as simple as um, a printable that people are able to purchase one time or they could purchase it multiple times. I actually downloaded, she's not selling this. She totally should be selling this because I would have paid for it. Um, but Happiness is Homemade is a lifestyle site that creates a lot of different printables. And she has a printable for booing your neighbors. And I printed it off and was able to go and boo my neighbors. And now the whole neighborhood is getting booed. There's all little signs popping up on all these different houses. Some moms hate me. Other moms were excited about it. It's okay. But my point is, is that I would have paid for that printable. It's something simple, easy, cute. Now, would I have paid 20 bucks for that printable? Absolutely not. I would have tried to make it myself, right? But if she had charged me $3, I would have paid for that rather than getting it for free. It's all these little things that you can start to think about and being able to create it possibly into bundles. So if you create printables, if you have traffic that's being driven to your site because of it, start to think about, okay, well, how could I put this into a bundle for them? Maybe I'm going to do a printable bundle. Maybe I'm going to um, make it something where it's inspirational quotes and they can print off 10 for a bundle price, whatever it might be. So think about what is the content that is driving traffic. If it's printable, think about how you could possibly use that. Another one would be templates. People are always looking for ways to make their lives simpler. I will pay for templates. Now, again, market value. What can your audience hold? Will I pay $50 for a template? No, but I would probably pay anywhere from five to 10. And when you're thinking about these lower price products, these are your tripwires. These are your not necessarily like your big bang gonna make you tons of money. This is gonna get your audience to trust you to pay for something. And then down the road in your sales funnel, you will actually be able to attract them even more to a larger price product. Maybe it's a membership site. Maybe it is something that's a big, larger price. Okay. So Think about templates. What could be a template that you could possibly use? Maybe if you talk about debt on your site as a blogger, maybe you're going to give a template that makes them actually go through and do their monthly budget and how much are they actually under or over for the month. A template, a spreadsheet, something simple. Um, and it could be an Excel spreadsheet that you simply just let them be able to make a copy of and they're able to do all the formula right then and there for them because you've already set it up. So Think about something like that. Also, other ideas would be um, a workbook. And I know when we hear workbook, we think work. But if again, if it's walking people through something and solving a problem, like the whole idea of debt, that would be an amazing thing to be able to have. Or even how to declutter your house. Maybe you want to do a workbook that walks them through each of their rooms. So you're going to start in the kitchen. And this is your checklist of things that you're going to look to declutter. Um, and then you're going to go into the living room. And this is the things that you're going to want to declutter with. And inside that workbook are multiple pages. Now, here's the thing. Think about a workbook compared to your template, to your printable. I'm going to pay more for a workbook than I am going to pay for a one printable or one template. So you could up the value of that template that you were thinking about or the plans that you were thinking about and put it into the workbook and make that it actually a bit more valuable with that. Another example of a possible product would be a video training. Again, anytime, like think about in your values yourself, you're probably going to be willing to pay more for video than you would if it was just simply a template. 
right? If it came with a video that walked me through how to use the template or how to use that workbook, I'm going to pay more for that than I am for simply just the workbook that may just come with an email that gives me instructions. Start really thinking about how can you take it up to the next level. And when you're talking video, there's always more value that is put into video, not only for the person watching it, but guys, for you. When you do video, it gives your audience an opportunity to really get to know you. So now they feel more comfortable with you and are willing to buy maybe higher price products. And if you notice, I'm starting at my low price and going all the way down. So think about what that might look like for you if you were to do a video. And then as you're going through, you could also start to think about live trainings. Live trainings are another way that if you're not big on editing, then it might be something that you want to do. And for those listening to the podcast, I just raised my hand because it's very well known that I am not a fan of editing videos. I would much rather do a live training. I would much rather you get to see how I'm going to interact with you, answer your questions and do it that way. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, well, I'm a food blogger. How does a live training, what are they going to come to me and watch? What do you mean? They're going to come to you watch you cook. You could do a series of cooking classes that are all done live that walks them through how to use their Instapop. Um, Think about what it is that you are known for. What is your audience already coming to you for? Look at the content. Um, Instapop, obviously, right now is a huge trend. Now, will that trend stay forever? Probably not. It will at some point die down, guys. So I just... As a warning, like think about other ways, supply them with other ways. You can take advantage of it now, but also maybe as an example, offer slow cooker ways to be able to do that or not using an Instapot to, to go along with that. So, but think about what could a live cooking class look like? For some people, maybe it's just a basics. Maybe you're attracting an audience that doesn't know how to bake, that doesn't have basic questions on how to measure dry or wet ingredients. So maybe you're going to do a live training cooking class. We're going to teach them how to bake chocolate chip cookies that are the best chocolate chip cookies in the whole entire world, but include three ingredients and are done in 10 minutes. They don't take all day. So maybe you do the cookies, but at the same time, when you're doing them, you need to be showing them how to measure. I know that seems really basic, but I'm telling you, I have a client that is a very large food blogger that gets a ton of page views from these baking recipes that are very, very basic. But those are the questions she's getting asked. So that is the possible product. If you're getting asked specific questions from your audience, whether it's on your blog post, in social media, on Instagram Live, wherever it might be, then you need to start thinking about how can I make this into a product where it is going to be all in one place. Because you guys, that's what people pay for. People are paying for it to be all in one place. I have to stress this with you so much because often people will say, I'm not a salesman. This isn't about being a salesman. This is about solving a problem for your audience. This is about helping them. And when you put it into video form and you put it into templates and you're putting work into it to make their lives easier, they're going to be willing to open their wallets. You just need to wrap your head around. You're helping, not selling. Okay, the last six And final one that, of course, there are obviously other ways that you could sell digital products too. But the next one that comes to my mind, of course, and I think most people immediately think digital products, their mind goes here is courses, right? We think about courses where it can actually walk you through an entire um, niche or entire subject. Uh, Many of you know me for my course, Pitch Perfect Pro. 
that walks you through the entire process of reaching out and pitching brands and then working with them and turning short-term contracts into long-term contracts. So that is an entire process. It is video content. Now, again, if you do video course compared to maybe a um, written course that's just emails or just written out, um, I'm going to pay more for video than I'm going to pay for a written out course because I'm not sitting reading a written course and on time for that, especially when other people are willing to do a video product that I can either sit and listen to and watch or I can listen to it even possibly as a podcast, which is often what I will do with any of my courses um, because they are held on platforms like uh, whether it is Teachable, Thinkific, or even Kajabi. You're able to log in from your phone and you can just listen to it as you're driving or as you're taking your dog for a walk. So courses would definitely be the high value tier of the dif- different digital products that I just went through with you. So start thinking about what that could look like. Now, you do not need to have only one digital product. You can have more than one. Like we talked about, a printable and a template could be a tripwire, whereas your course could be in line. Your template could be in line with your actual course, but you're trying to get them used to paying for something and seeing the value in it because it's all in one place and it's done for them. And it's really simple and easy so that then when they get to the the larger price product, which would be the course, you then have to decide. Now, one of the questions I know I always get asked is about pricing. How do I go about figuring out how to price? Well, again, you're going to have to take a look at your market. What is your audience able to afford? And what is the value that you're providing? A lot of times when you're talking about a product like a course, for example, Pitch Perfect Pro, it is directly teaching people how to earn more money. So sometimes that can put more value on it and people are willing to pay a higher price for that. Whereas a course maybe that teaches me how to be more productive, I may not see a direct link to my income. So I might not be willing to pay as much for it. But again, it's going to entirely depend upon the value because I know that I have paid Boku Box for a huge productivity course um, that the purpose and it was the sell that they gave. It was the problems that it solved for me. It was able to show me how I was wasting so much time doing the little things that I wasn't able to get to the big things that were going to move my business for forward. So really being able to talk about the pain points that you are solving. Are you giving basic strategies? Are you giving high level going to change your life kind of strategies? And what are people willing to pay for that? That goes into whether you are a health coach, whether you're a food blogger, whatever it might be, deciding, you know, and if you're not sure, ask. Ask your audience, ask your friends, what would you be willing to pay for this? And tell them, be honest, I need to know this. Because just asking a friend for their opinion and them not being willing to totally get because they don't want to hurt your feelings isn't the best way to do it. Um, If you are looking to do a product in 2019, make sure that you download that product guide. It is going to walk you through specific questions that I ask in order to really get down to the nitty gritty of what it is you could provide your audience with. And then I'm going to walk you through what your sales funnel should look like. So it is definitely something that you want to make sure that you grab onto. It is up in the comments. I also wanted to give you guys a heads up that the week of November 12th, I am going to be running a free five-day training that's going to be five days 
to your next product that sells. So if you have done Pitch Perfect Live for me, you know I do not hold back. I am very much getting into it with you um, as far as trying to figure out who you're going to pitch. And it's going to be the same exact thing for your next product that sells. I'm going to walk you through specific questions, specific exercises in order to determine what it is that you're going to create and how to go about creating it. Because a lot of times people will say to me, oh, I want to create a product. That's great. Does your audience want it? And they look at me and they go, I don't know. How do I know if my audience wants it? Well, you need to be talking to them. There's specific things you need to have in place in order to determine if that product is something that your audience wants. So make sure that you keep your eyes open for this, your ears open if you're on the podcast, and make sure that you hold your seat when we do open up registration. It's going to come out the first week in November for registration for the free five-day training. Um, It is going to be just as interactive as it always is, and I am so looking forward to it. All right, guys, if you haven't grabbed that product guide, make sure that you do. You will get an email that way too about the five-day Um, free challenge that I'm going to be running that's going to get you to your next product that sells. All right. I will talk to you all soon. Enjoy the rest of your week. All right. Well, there you have it. Clearly diversifying your income is a smart thing to do. And one of the best ways to do it is with digital products that you can create once and then sell over and over again. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. And I especially appreciate those who take the time to fill out a podcast review on iTunes. It helps for others to be able to find me. I actually wanted to take the time to read one of a recent uh, reviews that was left by Laura at Simply AIP. She says, when I started my online business at the beginning of the year, Jenny's podcast helped teach me everything I needed to know to get started. From writing my elevator pitch to getting organized to using hashtags, I've listened to and recommended the episode with Carla Beisinger multiple times. To influencing on social media, Jenny has showed me how to do it all. She breaks down the information so easily, even for someone who didn't even have an Instagram account a few months ago, and now has over 3,000 followers, many due to Jenny's trainings. Thank you for your actionable teachings and motivational talks. I can truly see that it's in your heart to help other mamas succeed in their business. Oh my goodness, Laura, that was probably one of the sweetest reviews I have read in a really long time. And for those of you that are not aware, it truly is my mission with my business to be able to reach as many women business owners so that you can show your daughters what it's like to be able to run a business. We need more women business owners. And we, as the women and mothers in our families, need to be able to show them how to go about doing that. So I appreciate you all so much. Please, if you know a woman in your life that is a blogger or influencer that needs to hear one of the most recent podcast episodes or even one from the very beginning, please feel free to share them. The more people we have listening, the more women and little girls I feel like that we are helping to make into the business owners of tomorrow. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 